This is episode 58, Floor Goals. Welcome to the Perspective Detective Podcast, where you are joining me on a quest to seek the Lord's perspective and to bridge faith with the life coaching tools that I have gathered and self-help knowledge to find joy and freedom in living in our true identity and in improving our relationships with others. Let's begin. All right, I'm excited to be back with you today. Um, I just got back from a retreat that my friend Becky Smith and I hosted together. It was called Dream Big. It was amazing. I came back with a plan of ideas that I'm super excited to share with you. And the first one is just this podcast. It is called Floor Goals. And I am really passionate about it and I'm really excited to share this with you because I've been finding myself more and more talking with my clients and friends about taking bite-sized approaches to their goals. So we all understandably want to achieve big results. We have big dreams, big goals, but struggle to see progress. So, and then usually most of us, when we struggle to see progress, it makes it that much easier to just give up altogether, which then usually sends us in kind of this spin of failure or feeling depressed or stuck or just, you know, I can't do it. It's too hard, right? A common story often that we give ourselves after a perceived failure is that what we want is impossible to achieve, okay? Let me give you an example that you may find relatable. So I knew a woman who we'll call Jana. She had struggled with her weight for years. She tried, you know, various diet and exercise programs, but never seemed to be able to lose more than just a few pounds. However, this time Jana was determined to finally achieve her goal of losing a significant amount of weight and decided to set herself a high target of losing 50 pounds in three months. Okay, so at first Jana was really excited and motivated by her goal. She joined a gym, started a strict diet plan, was carefully tracking her calories and her exercise routine, and she got a special scale to monitor her progress every day. For a few weeks, everything seemed to be going well, and Jana was able to shed a few pounds. I think we've all been there. (laughs) So this is what usually happens for many of us. We create an intensive plan for our goals, and it works for a little while because we're functioning off of excitement for the goal, and we get the short-term boost of energy and discipline. However, as per what usually happens when we create too much of a plan in a short period of time, Jana found that the strict diet plan was becoming increasingly difficult to stick to. And the gym sessions were too time consuming and it was getting really less and less fun. And she wasn't finding the time to do many of the, the things that she just enjoyed doing, right? Additionally, Her body was struggling to keep up and she felt overwhelmed. She felt drained. So that initial boost of energy and excitement had worn off. Excuses or exercises or reasons not to work out and to not stick to the diet became easier and easier to make because ultimately it was all too much too fast. So a couple weeks into her new routine, Jana was right back at her old habits, but this time feeling even more like a failure, wondering 
if it was even possible at all to reach her goals. Does this story sound familiar to you? Let's be honest, it's a common one, not just with weight loss, okay? I'm not just talking about with weight loss, but with many, really any big goals. It could be building a business, organizing your home, like creating a garden, learning a new skill, improving a relationship. I have found that the most effective way to stay the course with big goals is by making ridiculously small bite-sized goals. So Brooke Snow calls this a floor goal. And I love this term so much more than baby steps. The floor in our life is that which supports us. It's the most basic and reliable stabilizer. It's also low level. So it should be a goal that is easy to do anywhere during any season of life. A floor goal really should not take more than a minute to do. It's a small goal that can help us to continue to move forward even when we're tired, even when we're busy, even when we're sick, even when we're on vacation, even when we're just not feeling it. So maybe you're thinking, how would something so small and insignificant, if it's just a minute to do, how could that even matter? So if it's something that takes less than a minute to do and something that I can do even when I'm sick or on vacation or out of my mind busy. (laughs) If it's really that small, like why does it even matter? Okay, my friends, here's the thing. The floor goal is a fantastically helpful thing for your brain to remind you and to build a case for yourself that you and your goals matter. The thing is, we are used to seeking and finding evidence that we're a failure right? That we can't, that it's too hard, that there are too many obstacles, that that other people are better or more talented or maybe just lucky. The floor goal is a starting point and a nourishing moment to shift your mindset to find evidence that you are worth it and you can do it. And you'll start to find more evidence of how you are worthy and able when you just stick to the floor goals at minimum. So floor goals build confidence and that confidence will carry you up to climb up the next step. It's not motivation. Often we think it's motivation that will drive us to do something. It's confidence. So additionally, the floor goal helps our brains to stay in forward status, okay? Let's call it goal achievement status. Your brain wants things to be easy. So it's easier to stick to a habit that's small. Then it's also easier to keep going. Okay. It's easier to keep doing something once you've started than to just cold start something. So if I were to have a goal to run a marathon, my floor goal would be to put on my running shoes and to just take one breath of outside air, okay? But here's where the magic happens. There's lots of space in between the floor and the ceiling. There are stairs, there's steps. It's like the give a mouse a cookie principle, okay? If I already have on my running clothes and I go, I open the door and I smell the outside air, then it'll be easier for me to walk down my driveway, 
right? Then it'll be easier for me to just walk around the block. And then it'll be easier for me to just run maybe one mile. And then after that one mile, it's easier to just run another and another. Each increase in distance is simply just one step higher, all supported by the initial floor goal. So I love the scripture in Alma 37, 6, and I really love the beginning of it because that's, this is what I thought when I first learned this, but it says, it says, now you may suppose that this is foolishness in me, right? Yes, it sounds foolish that I'll be able to convince myself to train for a marathon by making my floor goal be putting on my shoes and smelling fresh air. But Alma says, behold, I say unto you that by small and simple things, are great things brought to pass. And small means, in many instances, doth confound the wise. We're not making small goals to limit us or to treat ourselves like babies because we don't believe in ourselves. We're creating small floor goals because they will bring about great things. Because we have big dreams and it's the way to bring about great things. This concept of floor goals has always been part of God's way for us. When God created the earth, it was not done all at once, but in an order and a process, one thing at a time that built upon itself. So if you think about it, the Lord really only requires floor goals even to qualify for heaven. He says over and over, just keep my commandments. But what happens when we do that? We desire to do more. We desire to serve. We desire to have charity, to make covenants with him, to repent, to forgive. We desire to keep our covenants, to share the gospel, to love others, to endure and to try over and over and over, incrementally improving, incrementally improving, desiring to do a little bit more to grow closer to him. The floor goals support and help us to climb the ladder to climb and climb and climb up to the roof of the tower that you desire to reach. So another benefit of the floor goal that our brain loves is that it doesn't have to think or make much of a decision, okay? Making a decision is so often the big block, like the big block that's stopping you from doing what you want to do. You have to make a decision. Oh, that's so hard. Um, when you choose something easy, and know what you're going to do, there's not much mental energy that is needed to take action. Making a decision really is often what stops us from doing something easy because we hadn't decided ahead of time. Deciding ahead of time before the moment that may or seemingly may not fit into your day will make the floor goal even easier. So I actually do a meditation for helping me decide ahead of time, where I visualize myself doing a desired routine that I want to implement. I spiritually record the actions and feelings in my mind and in my heart so that when the time comes to actually take action, my mind and body is prepared and it's almost, it's much more automatic and easy because I have my floor goals in place and I've made the decision ahead of time. I've already spiritually created what I want to do. Listen, floor goals really 
are one of my favorite tools. I've been utilizing floor goals for over a year and I've been amazed at the positive changes that I've seen in my life. I feel like so many things are just easier. So if you'd like some help to implement floor goals, but not sure where to start or even what qualifies, I'd love to help you. So just click the link in the show notes to book a call or just message me on Instagram at Sabrina Perspective Detective and let's chat. Okay, my friends, thank you for being here. And as always, be watchful and stay curious. Hey friends, just one last thing. I know listening to a podcast is a really great way to consume helpful knowledge and tips on your own time. But if you want to personally apply the things that you're learning on the podcast, but you don't have a big chunk of time to schedule a coaching call, then you might enjoy Marco Polo coaching. I'm offering exclusive Marco Polo coaching for you who is ready to take what you're learning here on the podcast and get personalized coaching to move forward with having more joy and freedom and really create the progress and results that you want to see in your life. So just click the link in the show notes to find the details and we'll get working on co-creating something amazing without having to schedule a big chunk of time.